My name is Tasso Pardalis, and this is PN Lawyers Back to Business, a necessary toolkit for re-entering and conducting business in the remainder of this year. I wanted to speak today about the business plan, so that's where we'll begin. So why you should have one and what it is. Every business needs one, and a good business plan, or a pitch deck as, as you might hear out there, gives you a chance to really nail your company's first impression to potential investors or customers, okay? Uh, it, it can help you quickly sell your product. Most business plans begin with a company overview, the mission statement. You want to quickly, in one sentence if you can, explain what is the problem that you're solving or you're attacking and how you plan to do that. An example would be Google. We are Google, okay? We are here to provide free access to information to everybody. And that's it. You can summarize it in one quick sentence. Uh, in this company overview, you, wanna, you want that mission statement to really hit home in one sentence. You want a summary of the company's legal structure. Is it an LLC? Is it a Delaware Corp? Is it a partnership? Uh, is it a joint venture with another entity? You want a little brief history, you know, where the company was founded, who the founders are, okay? What is the reason that this company needs to exist? Most investors and customers really believe in following a, a person or a team. Show them who that is and why people need you. The, the second part of, of the business plan that's really important is the services that you offer, okay? It's important to define all the services. You wanna give customers or investors a clear idea of what they are getting when they come to you. What does your product or service achieve for them? What is the problem that your product or service solves for the customer? How does your product do this? How does it solve the problem? Who is your competition? And what makes you unique in that market? And going back to how does your product or your service solve the problem? Do you have a technology uh, or intellectual property that you're using or that you're building to solve this problem? Or do you have a unique business model that is different or, or better than your competitors that you can inform your potential investor or your client about? And what, you, what you're gonna hear a lot from investors especially is like, hey, that's a really great idea, but how are you going to make money? Or how are you going to get customers? You know, everybody has a good idea. And, and that's where uh, you answer this in the plan upfront, okay? You do this by one, you define your market, okay? You lay out your marketing and your sales plans. You detail the strategies that you're going to use to reach your customers. You know, investors want to know how you're gonna go about generating sales, okay? You need that marketing and sales plan in the business plan, you know, determine how you're going to promote your products, okay, or your services. Are you going to promote them on social media? Are you going to do live events? Are you going to do webinars? Are you going to the penny savers, right? You need to have a plan and a layout how you're going to generate sales and revenue for these people. The next part of that is finances. You want to answer or project as much as you can upfront. Of course, a lot of businesses don't yet have finances and are not rolling, especially for you startups out there, but you want to project as best as you can. How much does this business need to get going? Year one, year two, year three. How much do you plan to raise in total? Where is that money going to get spent? So I'm asking you for $10. I plan to spend $2.50 on X, $5 on Y. What is the cost of providing the service? So we're going to provide X service. This is what it's going to cost us to provide the service. And then you want to lay out the pricing for that service as simply as you can. So it will cost me $5 to sell this and I will sell it for $8. The investor can at least get a gauge of what type of net profit 
profit to expect in its projection. This portion, the finance portion, should also include due dates and milestones for this performance and for the numbers you lay out. So, you know, you can't go and ask for a million dollars and not say, okay, I plan to hit X by January and Y by March. Okay, you need to, with those metrics, lay out milestones for performance that the investor can see. And, and of course, a lot of this is projected, like I said, but it's better than not having any idea and being asked, well, how do you make money? And, you know, a lot of people who get into business early, they don't think to create this or to model it up front, but it really makes it a lot easier to raise money and even to, to show customers where you're headed if you have these financials inside your business plan, okay? So now you've painted the picture of your financials and of the metrics and the milestones of the business. So what's next? Management. The management team who's running this show is to most investors just as important as the financials. You know, who is your management team? Who is on your board of directors? You need to include this in your business plan. You want to have their photographs. You want to have their bios. You want to show the investors and the customers who come to your website or, or look at this plan why these people are critical to the operation, why they should use you. Look at the experience we have. Look at the people who are operating this business. You need to explain why each member is the right person for the job in this specific industry. And, you know, I, I say this all the time to people who come in who are looking for advice either on their business plan or on structuring the company. Investors care more about people than products or projections, okay? They care more about who is driving the product than about the product itself. Who is on your team? Are they investing in you? They're investing in you, not just in your idea. One more final thing for me, post-COVID business measures and COVID business measures. In New York, we now have the New York Forward Safety Plan required for any business, okay? Each business or business entity in New York must develop a written safety plan outlining how its workplace will prevent the spread of COVID-19. We have one here. It's actually sitting on my desk. This plan does not need to be submitted to any state agency or to the government for approval, but it must be on the premises and it must be made available because every business can be visited by the Department of Health for an inspection. And if you do not have that there, you will be fined. The business plan must cover physical distancing requirements, cleaning and disinfection procedures, contact tracing, and how you communicate with your employees and clients during the COVID landscape. And, you know, these are more requirements that are now imposed on businesses that are either open or reopening, but, but it's important that you comply with them, not just because we're required to, but they're good measures for everyone to protect the business and its employees. So it, it's been a bit of a rough ride with COVID for all businesses. And just in parting, I think, you know, here we've learned a few lessons. There were some big challenges and some unexpected things, but some of the takeaways for me personally here at our firm is that, you know, we were able to really build a strategy for working remotely in the event of a catastrophe, whether it's COVID or our building is burning down. You know, we've found platforms to use, whether it's Google Meet or Zoom for communication and, and Gchat, which is what we're using to, to keep in touch with our team all day. We've managed to keep the lines of communication open the whole time. We're actually communicating more now that everyone's working remotely than we were when we were all sitting here together, which is amazing. We've also found that we need to be way more agile than we were and that it's important to adapt. And, and the earlier you can adapt, the safer you'll be. Uh, we found value in in collaboration. While times are tough, there are lessons to be taken away. And for us, 
those lessons were to modernize the business and to really up the communication. And it's, it's paid off for us. And, you know, we're open and it's been great.